Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Craftsman Creative Podcast. We're continuing on with our section two of the Craftsman Creative book called Blockbuster, subtitle TBD. And man, oh man, I'm so grateful to Lulu for being an amazing partner in this journey. Um, I feel like I could have been a better partner over the last two months of being a film producer instead of an author, but I'm back to daily writing and publishing, and it's it's nice to be back in that groove. So today's <coughs> today's chapter is sponsored by them, as is every chapter. So if you are an aspiring author, you want to learn the best way to self-publish your book, head over to lulu.com and chat with the people there. They've been amazing to work with, and I've done a book with them already, and my next book will be published through them as well. All right, today's chapter is on lifestyle design. So the first time I heard the term lifestyle design was in Tim Ferriss's 2007 book, The 4-Hour Workweek. <coughs> in it, he talks about designing a lifestyle and then aligning your day-to-day, -day, your business, and your work to achieve that outcome. Sound familiar? And it was eye-opening not just to me, but to millions of other readers all over the world. The way that I implemented it was when I was working as a senior producer on a TV show. I negotiated remote work Fridays, which freed up where I could work. Sometimes I'd work from home, but finish by the time my boys got home from work. Other times I would take a four-day trip with the family and I'd work remotely at a campsite or a hotel. Just the other day on Twitter slash X, someone talked about how sad it is that once we graduate from university, the concept of a summer break just vanishes into the air. Once we enter the workforce and start our careers, we're lucky to get two weeks back-to-back -back of vacation time. The mindset shift here is to open up what's possible in terms of the kind of life you want to live, to remove the boundaries of what's possible for you and your business. In the film industry, for example, not much work happens between Thanksgiving and February of the next year. No actors with any leverage want to work during the holidays, which means that the movies that want to hire them aren't working either. In January, people are still vacationing, usually in Italy. <laughs> it's too cold in too many places of the world, and people are just slow to get back to production after the holiday break. The first mark of the end of this winter hibernation period is the Sundance Film Festival, which typically uh, runs at the end of January or early February. People head to the mountains of Park City, Utah and watch movies and go to parties for a long weekend, and then they head home. After that, you have pilot season in February and March, so people are back in full swing by that point. Now, what makes this possible for people in the industry to be able to take two, even three months off every year? Well, the people who have leverage decide what kind of lifestyle they want. So does your industry take two months off every year? Why not? What if you were to take two months off during the winter or even the summer when your kids are out of school? Now, if you're feeling the resistance in your body right now, then you've identified a limiting belief. I can't do that because dot, dot, dot. Your reasons are the only reason are only reasons because you believe them to be. If you run a business that has clients, then you have much more flexibility than you believe. You could set a new precedent that you only work 30 hours a week during the summer, like Basecamp does. Or you can take December and January off, like Hollywood. But no one is going to create that scenario for you. 
You've got to do it yourself. So in the next chapter, we'll walk you through how to do it, but we have to help you believe that you can do it first, or else the next chapter is going to leave you wishing and hoping instead of designing and doing it. Let's contrast it with your current reality. If you're like most of the creative business owners I know, you have a reality that includes many, if not all, of these scenarios. Working more than 50 hours a week. Working all hours of the day, including weekends. You don't have enough money to hire more or better people. Most of your time is spent on creating the work instead of running the business. You don't have vacation time. There are no boundaries around working on or through the holidays. You have no time to go to lunch with friends or family. No time for business development, like new partnerships, products, or investments. You don't have location freedom. You have to be at the office every day. You say yes to every client that comes in the door in order to pay the bills, even if they're not the right fit for you and your business. You have one or more clients that you're servicing that are hurting your business in terms of profit or morale. Your family relationships are strained because of how much you work. You lose valuable team members to other companies and competitors because you can't pay them more or give them promotions. You're at max capacity because you can't afford to expand your team and or you're a bottleneck in the business because too much of the process relies on you. Now, if any of that resonates, how does it feel? Do you love working this way? <laughs> because I doubt it. And yes, I do want you to feel bad for a minute here. Not feel bad, but feel bad. Take a second to sit with whatever emotion you're feeling right now, even if it's guilt or shame or embarrassment or frustration. You need to see that your current reality is not the outcome that you want for yourself and your business. Okay, now you got to let that part go. If you need some help, here's my favorite dad joke of all time, and I want you to read it out loud for full effect. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. Did we get you out of the emotional depths of despair? <laughs> Good. If the current reality you're living is not the desired reality you want for you and your business, then we need to take a look at what needs to change. We need to, we need to define the outcome so that we can implement the craftsman mindset approach and reverse engineer those outcomes. We need to design your life. That's what we will do in the next chapter. So for now, take action. I want you to take some time and write out all of the reasons you must change your current reality and actively pursue a new one. Who will it impact and how? What will be different if you do it? Who will you become? What will be different and what will be possible? So turn on some music, take 10 to 20 minutes and just free write without stopping or editing. Use those questions as prompts. Get it all out on the page. Now, I recommend doing this with paper and pen or even pencil rather than digitally. There's just something that happens when it's a physical act. I want you to do that now before you dive into the next chapter of the book, because as we've already established, mindset comes first. Mindset is 80% of success. Strategy and skills are the other 20%. So you need to do this now. If you don't do the mindset work, all the other stuff doesn't work as well. So again, use the prompts, free write for 10 or 20 minutes on the reasons you must change your current reality and actively pursue and define a new one. Okay, thanks for listening.